In today's episode, we are going to acknowledge that this sucks. Yes, I said it. (laughs) Things have gotten canceled. People have lost their jobs. People are sick. People are dying. People are afraid to go to the grocery store. This is scary stuff, guys. If you would have told me a month ago that this would be happening, I would have been like, uh, that sounds more like a movie than real life. So today we're going to talk about ways to acknowledge that, that this sucks, but then also to embrace this new and different change that's around us so that we can realize that it can still be good. So No, we're not going to just be holding our breath until everything goes back to quote unquote normal. Instead, we are going to work on some tips and strategies to kind of make this our new normal so that we're not like holding our breath, waiting for this reprieve to come and save us. So it's basically focusing on the things that we can control, essentially so we're not skipping over this time that we have, but rather embracing that it's different and letting it still be good. All right, let's go. Welcome back to My Mother's Daughter Podcast, where we choose to focus on the controllables, jump off the hamster wheel of grief, and take steps to honoring our loved ones by living a life filled with gratitude, joy, and abundance. It's time to get stubborn about what we want and choose to lean into who we were meant to be while drinking too much caffeine, owning way more workout pants than we'd like to admit, and dreading that nightly dinner talk almost as much as waking up early. You feel me, sister? I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, positive psychology junkie, and not so master juggler of my crazy crew. And I believe that you can heal and find happiness after loss. So grab that coffee, put down that to-do list, and let's get to work one day at a time together. Let's get started with today's show. So there's this idea that if you are having something big in your life happen, that you can't really complain about all this small stuff. So yes, there are big, dangerous things that are happening with people. People are getting sick. People are dying. And so it would be almost silly and irresponsible for you to just complain about your, let's just say your Disney trip or your vacation or your birthday party. The thing is, is those things still suck that they got changed. And so I think that it is a missed opportunity to not acknowledge the feelings that we have toward all of these milestone events that we have all of these. I mean, there's people who it's their senior year and they're not going to get to go to prom and, and that sort of thing. And while I am totally validating the reasoning, in fact, so much has happened since that coronavirus survival episode that I posted that I almost need another one so that I can really survive it since this is so much longer than a couple weeks and so much more deadly than I ever even anticipated. But the fact of the matter is, is acknowledging the fact that it sucks, that we, you know, finding the good for sure, you guys know I am all about finding the good, but there is something to be said so that we don't have that all pent up and so that we don't like push past it, that instead you move through your feelings, that you realize that, yeah, this sucks. And now I'm going to figure out what I can control and then move back from it. Because the fact of the matter is, is yes, this is different. This is a huge change, but it can still be good. So um, since I last did a podcast last week, 
I actually have a 16-year-old now, which is so crazy. And Ty is his name, and he actually had a birthday party planned and everything. Nothing big, but he was going to celebrate his 16th birthday with his friends and that sort of thing. And to be a teenager and stuck just with your immediate family, I mean, that's pretty much the opposite of what he probably wanted to do with his birthday. But I just want to say that even though he didn't get to do the party, he didn't get to you know, have this big experience. Um, I know other people, they didn't get to, for instance, go on the um, Disney trip or go to the beach or these different things that acknowledging that it can still be good. All right, first step is I want you to start getting more self-aware. Kind of do a little diagnostic check on your life, like on your day. Are they kind of blending together? (laughs) Are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating well? Are you breaking up the day? Are you getting ready or are you just spending the whole day in your pajamas? Don't worry, don't worry. I've been there. In fact, um, there's plenty of days where this ponytail of mine doesn't get brushed. Not, do, I am not judging you. But I just want to say that there are some ways that we can start to feel more normal and have control over our day. And so those are definitely things that I think are valuable, especially if you are feeling like in this funk. There are some things that I think are very true. And when you are feeling isolated or away from everyone else, then you're more likely to start feeling soul tired. You're more likely to honestly feel depressed to start having negative feelings. And I feel like maybe even possibly fall into where you're drinking too much alcohol or drinking too much caffeine, not getting enough sleep, all of these negative things that could kind of are fine if one or two are there for just a short time. But when they compile, that can be very damaging on your health overall. And so I think that this, especially with the nature of what is happening, it's it's already such a high stress, high anxiety type of thing. I mean, going to the grocery store is scary now, which is just something that I never would have thought a month ago. And so I want to put tip number one as be self-aware, self-diagnostic check of sorts. So once you have that, then I want you to start to realize that what can I control? Once you know those things, you can kind of build around it to where it's closer to your desired outcome. I definitely think it's a good strategy to go back to the episode on essential seven habits and pick three of those seven and to really zone in on those. I think April is a great month for you to focus on self-care considering that you can't really go anywhere. I mean, and if you do, what is it? To go on a walk, go on a hike, a lot of things that are positive. All right, so the first one was awareness and the next you're doing that acceptance piece. You are accepting that you can't change certain things. Ty can't have his party. You can't go to Disney. You can't go to the gym. And now you are maybe even venting to one person about that, maybe one post on social media, but then that's it, okay? It's not going to be this negative reel that you keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Instead, you're going to maybe do it once and then that's it. And then from that, you turn into a solution-based thinker and you start thinking about different solutions. You get a little creative. So maybe you're feeling isolated and you, you know, have to get a little creative with how you get to see your friends. They have Zoom calls I've seen people doing. I've seen a lot of people going live on Facebook a lot more. I've seen people doing Google Hangouts. I've seen people post about doing meetups in the parking lot where they're still social distancing in their own car. I think I need one of those ladies. (laughs) Um, And then it's just 
trying to find out the core of what it is you're missing. So is the idea some big party or vacation or is it the idea of being with your family? It's kind of getting to the root of things. And so just accepting those things that you have no power on and just kind of giving it away. My mom used to say, give it to God. In a sense, you just need to, the things you can't control, you have to let it go. And I know that in a big sense, that's kind of where our worry needs to go too. It doesn't mean that we just go and we don't use all of the knowledge that we have been given about how to prepare and how to kind of prevent or safeguard against getting the virus and protecting other people. But I do think that some of it will help with our worry if we're able to kind of uh, give it away, you know, give it to God, like she used to say. All right. And then the next one I have is appreciation. And I think that this will be huge, especially for those Enneagram twos. But honestly, everyone that shows gratitude and appreciation is going to have a more happy and, and positive attitude. And so this really does help you to make an effort to replace those negative thoughts with positive ones to help you find a way to maybe get active in the community, whether it's making masks or I saw where some people were making headbands with with buttons on the sides because the healthcare workers are getting their ears so sore. I think this is also huge for possibly even the kids that are now stuck in front of a computer screen instead of doing maybe active learning. So maybe gauge that, you know, this is crisis schooling, guys. This is not... Yeah, I get your kids might be a little bit behind next year or maybe in the coming months because you feel like they don't have all of these extracurriculars or the seven hours of school. But they actually release like the number of hours that the kids should be doing their homeschooling is really going to be between one and four, depending on their age. So it's just those high schoolers that have the three to four. The middle school was um, two to three. And then the the elementary was really one to two. If it's much more than that, then really they're giving you busy work. That will leave time for those kids to be able to do hands-on activities that matter. Think of a community project. I think back to having my degree in early childhood education about the responsive approach. I remember I did this big it's end of the year act like whole project where it was just all about this and it was take care of yourself take care of others and take care of your the environment and so same thing respect yourself respect others and respect the environment and I feel like that really is where we need to be right now so if we can do those habits to to take care of ourselves and give ourselves the respect that we deserve and then help others around us and the world then I think that we'll feel more fulfilled and we'll feel more positive and we won't feel like it's all for nothing that we're missing out on those those big milestone events. All right, next up is action. And so that's where you'll put those plans in place where you want to help out the community or maybe even pause to breathe if you're if one of your goals or that you're going to work on is the self-care piece. And then making a commitment to the process. And so this is where it gets a little dicey. So it's not really eating healthy one meal and then skipping the rest of the meals or maybe binge eating and then staying up till 4 a.m. and then the next day going to bed. You know, it's just really trying to get into this routine or habit to where your positive action in your daily life, knowing what you need to practice in order to develop the change over time so that you can really adapt to the way the new, the new normal, the new way of things that will really help you. 
And then lastly is to still celebrate. I know that that is going to be a little bit different, but I know that for my, so for Ty's birthday, my sister, she made a sign, she decorated the car and it was really cute. She had me have the kids like go out and they put uh, happy birthday all over the, they did chalk all over the sidewalk not sidewalk, the driveway for Ty. And then she played happy birthday and in the van and drove by a couple of times and it was super cute. And I mean, he was 16, but you could tell he still liked it. He still appreciated it. Uh, later that night, we ate cheesecake for his birthday and it, I mean, had a nice dinner and it was still good. So was it different? Yes. But was it good? Yes. So it's just really letting yourself have permission for things to be different, but good. And so I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that you guys get a little creative. Let me know what you're doing because especially that social part, I need to do all the ideas. (laughs) So let me know what you're doing to get a little creative with how you are celebrating still those milestones, realizing that things can be different, but good. And maybe even find me over on social media because I would love to hear all about them. All right. Well, I will leave you with that. And I just want to remind you that you are capable, you are strong, and you are your mother's daughter. Wishing you joy and abundance. Angel. Hey mama, before you go, if you found value in today's show or you learned something new, stop on over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing what you're taking from the show and I'd love to connect with you over on social media. You can find me at Instagram at angel.mcelhaney. Check out the show notes for my crazy last name. And then on Facebook, Angel McElhaney. See you over there.